one and only avenue and this is cold hearted radio man um we got a special special show today um on this on this beautiful sunday this is may 31st 2020 and i'd like to thank you for tuning in to cold hearted radio stick to the mission you know we winning though niggas talking shit i'm steady grinning for niggas steady blazing i'm blazing up niggas talking all this shit why they hate us fellas What's good, what's good? This is Avenue and this is Cold Hearted Radio. Uh, I do have a special guest, but let me just break down what kind of episode we got going on today. Um, as you know, in the, we're in the midst of a, what we call a COVID crisis. Uh, we have what it looks like the beginning of some kind of anarchy going on. So I invited some some friends of mine that have some brilliant minds that I've known for, for years. I mean, since seventh grade, pretty, uh, pretty much to be exact. Um, and we want to break down and have a discussion as far as like the psychological warfare that's going on. So let me go ahead and introduce my first guest, a uh, friend of mine, Mr. Fitzgerald, a.k.a. Olin. What's going on? Glad, yeah, glad, glad to have you here, man. Glad to have you here. All right. So, um, all right. With, ev- with everything going on, right? All right, so with the with the with the COVID and with the with the riots, what's what's your main opinion on on how uh, on what's going on right now, the precursor, and also what we, what where we headed? Um, well, basically, like well, first with the whole COVID thing, um, I kind of feel as if that was pretty much a self kind of made plan that probably mm-hmm. that, that I do believe that got out of hand that. Um, I believe that it's it's more than what we can think of. It's just it's not like the flu where it just it just you know what I'm saying. People get the flu and and it's like that. Uh, it kind of just came out of nowhere, like the Ebola did in Africa. Just some way, somehow, it just came out of nowhere. But right. when I look at things, I try to see what's going on around those things. And then one of the things that's kept that kept my eye on a lot of things is that the virus started off in China and. At that point in time, China was having one of the biggest human rights protests. Man, who you telling? With, with the young people. So I, I feel like it's, it's, it's too big of a coincidence that a virus like this breaks out right in the hub when you have human rights. And we know mm-hmm. how strict China can be with how they have all the, faker, the facial recognition cameras everywhere on every sign. They can check your body temperature. They can, they, the police don't even have to come out and get you if they have a warrant. It's plenty of cameras, so they got facial recognition. They know who you are, what you've done in the past. They have basically your whole life right there in front of them. Right. And I felt as if with the Trump administration, they have been watching that, and they're trying to use this 
to well, go ahead and run what they want to run on their technology. You know, he said that though. You know, he said when when uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but when when she when uh, President Chi made herself president for life, Trump literally got up there and said, "Oh, that's nice. I wish we could do something like that one day." Yep. And I mean, you got to remember, his best friend Putin just got the government to oh. let him run the lifetime president. Dang. So if you look at it, if you look at when Putin would run out of office, you might as well say it's a lifetime deal now. Mm-hmm. So you have to notice the things that are happening. And like I sit here and say at the end of the day, if you want to say Trump is racist, if you want to say he's not, at the end of the day, I believe he's a corporation president. Oh, yes. It's not for the people. It's for the corporation. Correct. And it's like, just like prime example, you saw what he just did the other day with, with social media and signing the new bill because he was posting misleading information and they were putting fact checks on it. And now he's starting to take their LLC away. Right. Which, you know, once they take your LLC away, that leaves you vulnerable to every lawsuit and anything possible. Yep. So I pay attention to a lot of those things and I try to keep note. I mean, even though I know I'm just one person, oh, you know, it's my views or my thoughts. I do understand it, so I don't try to rub them off on nobody. But I just look at a lot of things that have happened in the past. And like I tell a lot of people, the number one book people should read, especially black people, should be The Art of War. Oh, yeah, man. Yes. You have to read that book. That book basically breaks down every strategic move the U.S. have ever thought of. It teaches you how you're supposed to take, it teaches you how to make someone a bad guy to give the excuse to do what you want to do to that person. Mm. And like prime example, one of the things that I know a lot of people talk about in the communities are like the the whole snitching thing or whatever. It's actually a part in the book that's literally about snitching where they're literally telling you that if you can literally take out your opponent without using any force then you have just won the greatest battle. Yeah, that's that's what that's how uh, Walter Mickey. That's that was his whole philosophy. Yeah, and that's the thing. So when I when I look at the things that's going on with the COVID nineteen, and then I look at what the military has said about uh, I mean not the military but the government has said about money and everything, and then I look at the things. Black the black uh, uh, the black race in America is the is the third is basically ranked third. You have yeah. like seventy some percent white. The next one comes in at Hispanics, and then it's black, and then it breaks down to like Asians and multiracials and things like that. But I think the population of blacks is like it's in the millions, you know. Yeah. Um, so when I look at this pandemic thing and I see the government freely write a check for trillions of dollars for the whole for the for everyone in the United States just to receive an extra six hundred or twelve hundred, that if you think about it, a lot of people still haven't gotten. Right. When you take that math and put that math, that same math over into the black community and say, okay, well, why can't the government cut a check for the black people who endured slavery? Right. Or in the position. It's just because they don't want to because that's a way of keeping us oppressed. Because everybody else got a check. The 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 uh the Japanese that, that went through the little oil shit that happened in California, they get checks, the Seminole tribe get checks, like everybody else get checked. Everybody get a check but the black people because we're one of the most feared races on earth. Now, I know it's going to sound crazy coming from me because, like, you know, me, I'm multiracial. I'm half black, half Asian. Yeah. At the same time, 
I still have my commitment to my, you know, to my black community as well. Correct. Correct. So when I notice and I see certain things and then I go back into history and I pay attention to the history, you look at things like when you go back into, uh, what was it? When you go into the 1900s of Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma and Green, oh, yeah. when you had literally a black, a, 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 a whole black community came together, purchased land from the Indians the correct way. Right. Purchased the land from the Indians the correct way and literally built their self-efficient own city that mm -hmm. had its own postal service, its own banks and loans, its mm -hmm. own school system and hospitals and doctors. It literally was self-efficient and it didn't need any type of funding from any other form of government of anything of the United States. Period. That's correct. And most I, of those people that lived in Oklahoma worked for the white man's in the white city. But when they got their checks, they still spent all that money back into Greenwood. Yep. And then what do the white people of Tulsa do? They turn um, around, make a false accusation of rape, and use that to go in and to literally wipe out the whole thing. And Greenwood yep. has never been the same since then. Bro, I, I relived that shit. I was in uh I, I was able to do um I was in Watchmen. I, I did uh, Watchmen last last year or whatever, and just experiencing that whole entire thing. Even though we was acting, it still seems so real, bro. Like they had us, you know, dressed up and everything, and in a time, in a time, and like the the feeling of that. It was just, it was, it was so much, bro. Like you had people actually out there crying, like yeah, real I, tears. That's why I say I can commend off that because I don't think personally, bro, I can be strong enough to literally put myself into the mindset because. I look at myself as a strong black man, but when mm -hmm. I look at those black men of those times, like they were sick, they was like literally superheroes. Yeah, like we fight literally half the battles that they had to fight. That's and true. I'm not, and I'm not saying that our battle is even worse. I'm not saying that, but it shows that the battle still goes on. Correct. But the thing that saddens me is that when I look at it, like okay, like prime example, since we're on the Greenwood thing, what about Jamaica Queens? when they supposedly had a gas leak that blew up a pretty much predominant black neighborhood. Right. You see, like, so it's things like that that just, you know, it just doesn't, it, I don't understand. No, I'm right there with you, man. Though I, though I try to tell them, like, I, when, when, I, when I see people getting online and they saying all the little stuff, you know, you got the, you got the gatekeepers, they're going to get on there and they're going to say the reports. I'm like, yo, y'all don't understand. This shit is deeper than what you think it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's way deeper than what you were thinking is. I always use the, uh, the, uh, the metaphor of like, all right, let's say you got, and this is me just speaking real, 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 real basic, all right? This is not me speaking as black man, white man, nothing. Um, let's say you got a pet, right? Yeah. Um, and that, let's say they pass a bill where they got pet pet laws or pet rights or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, now your pet has to, uh, basically has to sleep in the bed, um, has to eat at the table, basically has to do everything equal to what you're doing. Yeah. Not everybody going to like that. And that's the reason why a lot of, that's how, to me, that's how the, the comfortable white society kind of look at us as far as white privilege. Like, ain't no, everybody want to be black when it's cool. But if you really, really, really wanted to make it equal, you wouldn't do that because you fear us doing to you. you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. Like, the reason why you wouldn't let your, your pet choose whatever the fuck it want to do is because you're afraid that that pet will overpower you. That's, the, that's yeah. what the Planet of the Apes was all about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the Planet of the Apes was literally in all these movies. Like I'm, I'm 
right in the, in the midst of the industry. And it's like, even when we get scripts and shit, we be sitting there doing, it, I'm saying like, man, wow, this, <laughs> you know, like this is, re- yeah. this is reality. This ain't, this ain't make believe this. It's just, a, they just changed the characters. Yeah. And see, but, but see, my thing is like, ever since I, I grew up, you know, you always hear, and, and when, let me say this first, I, I, I respect everything that Dr. King has done. Um, yeah. He laid tremendous groundwork. But at the same time, he got more of the attention because he was buddies with the white people who basically okay. just, you know, just said, okay, we'll just do this just to make it feel good. But no one gave the attention to Malcolm X because he was literally preaching the truth. Right. He was basically telling people like, if you, prime example, if you have a table right now at your house that fits 12 and I come over with my family and you already have your family, that table was already built for your family. Correct. So why am I asking you to make a space for something that wasn't built? Thank you. Why should I be over here building my own table for my family? Why am I asking for something that was never even thought of given to me instead of being on this side and taking what what I deserve? Now, do I agree wholeheartedly with most of the wine? No, I don't. But do I understand where it comes from? I do because it's anger. Because it's, it's anger of what was done, of everybody trying to be peaceful. No, I believe that these moves are not being strategically thought out because at the end of the day, when you look at, I'm not going to say the black community, I'm just going to say the black delegates. When you mm-hmm. look at the black delegates, we don't have any forefront leaders like they did, like Nelson Mandela, Mandela right. uh, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, um, all the pastors that were at. We still have these ones that are literally tied to the to the white races, like yeah, they bought like Louis yeah, Farrakhan we got and, and Reverend Al Sharpton, who's literally no one. When Louis Farrakhan preaches against white people, but his own kid, his own son, is married to a white woman, right? And then you preach up on Elijah, who slept with many women as he was married, right? So it's like you pick and choose, and you denounce. And when the when Kennedy passed away, and Reporters went to Malcolm X to get his view on it, and they said, oh, the roosters are coming home. And he literally said, is that what y'all call the roosters coming home or cut the whole out of that saying going? He was like, what about the bomber that killed the, the black girl? Or Thank you. Name and everything. Right. And then he was, that was straight out the truth. But what happened, the, the nation of Islam go make a statement to the Kennedys and then tell Malcolm X, you can't speak for the next 90 days. Yeah. You're literally telling a black leader he can't speak because he told the truth. Yeah, because they bootleg, bro. They, these niggas be a lot of these folks be bootleg, and they be they are sworn to protect their masters, bro. They in love with their master. It's all about money, and see that yes. that's the thing that I notice about the black community is that we we never had money. We always had to fight and do whatever we could to get money. So they use that little one power, and basically. All your rational decisions or thoughts or the, the best ones you have are now gone because yep. you're afraid of now of going back to what you was. And at the end of the day, you can still be who you was, but you have to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. You have to keep, like they say, birds of a feather flock together. If I'm not going to associate myself or I believe your views are one, not 100% aligned with mine, I'm not going to be with you because anything that you say that I disagree with can hurt your cause or can right. hurt my cause. Right. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with us working together and having little things together, but you get with people that doesn't really share your whole views. You yeah. know, you get with people that only see piece of your views. And at the end of the day, we've been getting a piece of the cake forever. 
when are we going to get our own cake up? That's what I'm saying. Like, look, bro, the, I, and people, people trip, people trip out when I, when I say this. And it's funny because it's like before Martin Luther King was, uh, got assassinated, he was actually leaning more towards on Malcolm X type mindset. Yeah, towards um, the end. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's why they knocked him off. Um, so my mindset was like, all right, don't get me wrong. I understand the the I, the, the the mindset of how they how they manipulate us to believe that. Oh my God, segregation, blah blah blah. I understand how they made, uh, made us manipulate that. But by doing that, they took away black pride. Like every other community got a pride. Yeah. But when it comes down to like black pride, it's like when it comes down to us having our own. We we, bro. I I have people. I got a I got a documentary that I'm working on right now mm-hmm. called Black in America. And every time I speak about something about our people, my, my partner that I'm working with, she started talking about some doggone, okay, what about the white people? What about, I'm like, why are you worrying about other communities? Yeah. That's our biggest issue. And then, and, now, and I'm not being, I'm not, you know what I'm saying, being racist or nothing like that. Um, but if you want to break down the word of racist, uh, we can, that's a whole nother route, but we ain't going to go that route. Um, but what I'm saying, we got to have our own and take pride in having our own. That ain't nothing wrong with that because the Jews got their own community. The yeah. fucking Indians got their own community. China, like Chinatown, like, come yeah. on, every other, even the Mexicans. Bro, Mexicans got a fucking, the whole Norcross. Yeah. You know, like, why, why black folks can't have their own thing without them saying, oh, no, we need to well, mingle in. Now, like, this is one thing that me and my wife, <laughs> we go back and forth about, well, not argue, but, you know, we discuss and go back and forth and I said like I do agree with what you said and I would say I agree with it like 95% of it Yeah. but the reason why I say that is because I still believe a lot of the mentality that blacks have against blacks are still that slave mentality of right. when the whites will come in and literally break up the black community period you know prime example you put in the light skinned people inside the house you know you put right. the, the dark skin outside you're, uh, you know, the white men going around fucking the black men in front of everybody to denounce their power. Now this black man can't go back. He can't go home and his wife doesn't look at him the same anymore. You know, a lot of those things are still kind of predetermined and set. And a lot of people don't understand how strong, you know, the brain is and how you can literally yeah. like this. But they did witchcraft on us, bro. Yeah, they, they, they that's straight everyone witchcraft. down with just a simple mind trick, and you can literally decay and cancer a whole community with one thought and just stay on that one thought in that area and that's what you can do and that's the that's the problem with black community because prime example you know i can order something from walmart they can mess up my order i ain't really stressing it you see what i'm saying but mm-hmm. you go shop somewhere that's a black owned company and they mess up your order look at the bad reviews you get oh, oh wow you're you right this is what I'm saying. But you didn't say that same report when Publix didn't spell your daughter's name right on the cake. You just right. asked, hey, can y'all correct it for me, please? And you went on about your way and cut that cake. But as soon as a black person doesn't done something the way you want, now you want to bash and tarnish the black man's name or the black woman's name or the company over something that could have been a simple mistake. How do you know this black person didn't have tons of order and just tried to squeeze you in just to be generous on the fact that you were supporting a black-owned company? Right. Or you always go to the white man and pay whatever he wants, but then you go to the black man and you want to negotiate his pay. <laughs> That's the truth, bro. I, I went through it, bro. I had a, I had a whole I had a whole shirt shop. I had a whole store and everything, bro. No love, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. no love. And I literally I seen people like come to me and ask me, "Hey man, who do custom? Who do custom this custom?" I'm like, I do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they asking for deals that 
Yeah. Like, and now they're like, man, you should give a deal because we black. Well, why you can't give me the money because I'm black? Right. Why you can't pay the full price to support a black owned company? You see what I'm saying? And yeah. the, the, it's, I, it's, it's all misconstrued because like I, like, like I was saying, saying it's like prime example. The problem is the black delegate does not have a leader. We have too many powerful black people that can literally change the world but they only want to say bits and pieces to protect their wealth. Yep. So like prime example, okay, like I said, and said it, we all know how much Oprah is worth, how much Jay-Z, Beyonce, Man, we, Harry, mm-hmm. that billionaire that, now I can't say nothing bad about that billionaire who donated and gave all that money to pay for the student loans and nothing like that because that's what you're supposed to do. Right. But I'm pretty sure him donating that money didn't hurt his pockets because the money he has is more and you're going to get that write-off anyway. Yeah, he's going to get it right back. He's going to get a write-off. So yeah. It's like, when I look at this and I see how many, like, if you see the numbers of black, the population since, because I know we're doing the census now, but if you look at the last census and the average of what they're saying of where the population was growing, where we at, at the end of the day, literally, we can, Jay-Z, Beyonce, and all of them can come together and literally build a whole country. Like, we that's can literally... Like, what Akon doing? Think that's, that's exactly right. We can literally do that. But see, they don't want to do it because who gives them that money? Who's the one mm. that holds control over that money? Their masters? Like, prime example, when Oprah opened up that school in Africa, and that principal was raping all them girls, she wiped her hands clean. Mm-hmm. You ain't heard her talk about that school since then. At all. And that is the that that is what's shameful to the black community. I hear people always preaching about Obama, Obama, Obama. Besides being the first black president, he has the platform. He can literally lead something like Martin Luther King did. Obama can literally have the power to go sit at these tables and make real changes if he wants to. But people fail to realize once you become a politician, you're not being backed by any black companies because they don't have the money to do anything right. for your family. And then as soon as you turn your back on them, they cap your ass. I try to tell folks, I'm like, look, if you don't want nobody to be assassinated, then you're going to have to understand they're going to have to be on some good old boy shit. That's it. And like, that, that's, that's the thing that happened. Like, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't sit here and say that what, like, prime example, what Bill Cosby did was right. But it's sure is coincident that as soon as he get ready to buy one of the biggest networks that been right on forever, all these reports come out. And if anybody who knows anything, I'm pretty sure you would know because you're in the industry. But anybody knows when you sit down at the table with owners and this, and the third, and they're selling the company, if an owner has to justify why he won't receive this money from this person. Right. He has to justify that because the investors are looking like, hey, this man is trying to give us the three billion we asked for. Why are you not trying to take it? Now you have to show them, hey, I know y'all still going to be the investors, but if you go with this man, you're going to lose your money because and here comes out all the reports, all these mm-hmm. reports. Now, look where he's at. Now, look at all the reports that Trump has. He's the president. Look at Weinstein. Look, that's what I'm saying. This man <laughs> is sitting at home. That why I had sitting at home where it's literally acting out here telling their everyday, telling their stories about what he did. And this man is literally sitting at home because they want to sit here and say, oh, he's too old and frail to go. What was that with Bill Cosby? Right. What was that right. with Bill Cosby? That's why I say being black is like literally sitting in the back of class, keep getting pinched by somebody. The teacher know you keep getting pinched and bullied, but the teacher ain't said shit. So you get up and you punch that motherfucker in the face. The teacher turn around and kick you out the class. True. That's exactly that's what being a black in America is. Yep. And the the 
And another thing that gets me about, you know, the things that go on in Black America, like, I don't know if you know this, but you notice that these Black, I can't say small churches, but I'm only going to speak on the mega churches, the Black mega churches. Have mm-hmm. you noticed that these Black mega churches are really not putting their church in the front of these protests? Yeah, they're giving sermons inside their churches, but you know that they're not taking these things outside the church door. Like, Because they own too, bro. They, they own too. Because the Martin Luther King was a preacher and he got out in the streets and gave his sermons. He went out yeah. and did his preaching on, 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 on uh, you know, against the Jim Crow and, and, and segregation and things like that and the, the, you know, the oppression of what black people was going through. But what people don't understand is that in 2002, the government literally took the power away from the church. In 2002, yep. Bush signed a bill saying that they will fund churches and pay for what pretty much whatever and give them tax breaks. But as yep. everybody knows, in order to receive some type of benefit, you have to follow up under a guideline. And do you think if yep. you come out and speak against the government, they're going to keep getting their tax exempt and their tax breaks? And that pastor is going to have that million dollars some house and them panels he's driving the church and them jets that he's using? Mm-hmm. And then check this out. You can't even preach what you want to preach freely. Like, I, I tried to do it. I mean, I'm, I'm ordained as far as, like, I can, I can get people married and shit like that, but that's as far as I went. Um, uh, the, 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 the crazy part about it, like, if you wanted to be an actual preacher, preacher or a pastor, you have to do your sermon Saturday night among the other pastors. And they have to, and they approve. Have to approve what you're saying before you even can say what you're going to say. Yep. And is that not the same thing they did to Malcolm X? Thank you. Yeah, so it's like, man, that's why I say, like, when I tell folks, I'm like, why stop complaining about the the, the, the the surface? Like, it's deeper than that. It's a real wound. Yeah, it is. Like, you got to get down in that bitch. It's a bullet down in that motherfucker. <laughs> now, this is one thing that I know it might ruffle some feathers. I know it is. But one thing that I hate that irks me or gets up under my skin is when I see a black soldier speaking on the matters of black people. Right. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong because you're speaking on the matters of black people. You should do that. You 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 have every right to do that. But how can you stand strong when you're literally in you, you're in the military fighting a white man's war and his Man. that you don't even know why you're over here fighting. You don't even know the reason why you're over here fighting. It's just that's what you were told to do. That was your order. Right. And you literally fighting over, like, it's, it's, man, bro, you saying some real shit. I've been saying that for, like, since I was a kid. I've been saying that for years. I'm saying, like, it don't make sense. Like, there's no prime example. You can literally tell me, not, there's literally not one war you can tell me that the military has had that was literally purposeful. Literally. There was none. Because you can't no. take the Civil War because they was fighting the real military, or as they claimed they was, they was fighting against the, the, the Union. And first of all, first of all, like I tell a lot of motherfuckers, I said, we the only people, if you look at every history, we the only people that have, haven't had no real revolution. I said, in order to get freedom, you have to have the revolution. I said, you look at Haiti, you look at all these other places, these motherfuckers had a revolution, and that's how they got their freedom. Yeah. We got our freedom on a, on a backdrop deal. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln only wanted the slaves or whatever to get more votes. People don't understand. Right. That. He <laughs> only wanted more votes. People don't understand it. He wasn't if he wanted anything, there would have been no segregation of Jim Crow. Period. 
right. just wanted that to get the extra votes because at that point in time, if you look at it, people don't know this, but if you look at it, when the Civil War happened, we had two presidents. Abraham Lincoln was not the president of the full United States. Since he won the Civil War, they give him that respect. Right. But he wasn't the only president because the Confederate had their own president that they voted into office for them. Mm-hmm. So, and then if you look at the Civil War, the Union was basically citizens and black men that came together to fight for their rights. And they told, hey, you want freedom? You need to come fight for us. And that's what happened. <laughs> but see, yep. it's, it's literally, it has been literally decades and years and months and days of showing how the military oppresses the black people. Even the soldiers, prime example, do you know that the black soldiers in the military report 53% of racism? 53% I didn't know that. In the military. Now, if you look at the military ranking, every hierarchy that runs the military is a white person. Yep. Every person that runs the military is a white person. Yep. So, if you literally think of it, it has literally never been for anything for us. It's always been about them. And I can't, when I say white people, I don't mean every white people, but I'm speaking on a certain group of white people. So, prime example. Like, it's, it's, it's proof that there has never been anything good about America and any good intention. Prime example, if you think about uh, Adolf Hitler, prime example, Adolf Hitler was known, or his army was known because they were the first army to, to invent the jet. Back then, all planes was propeller. Mm-hmm. All planes was the same speed. All planes back then had the same maneuver rate. But then they, they came in and wind up creating this jet that was faster than whatever, can hold more, do more, can maneuver way better, go at altitude that no other planes thought of. But no, but guess who the only company that made the fuel for, for Adolf Hitler's jet? A U.S. company that was ran by the, uh, uh, the Rockefeller. So he was buying U.S. soil to fuel his jet to fight his war. And the military knew what they was doing because the military realized that it was money in the war. So they allowed that to happen. And then they went into the war. And then at the same time, while we're at war, he was still selling the fuel. If you want, that's the only reason why Adolf was able to get to where he had because he had those jets. If he did not have those jets, that agenda would have never went anywhere. And America fueled it. America fuels every war and they sit back and watch and then they come in and try to make it seem like they're the hero because now they painted someone as the bad guy because they gave them what they needed to get what yep. they wanted. Yep. And that's what they've been doing since then. Like and then I mean, it's the same formula. It's the crack epidemic, it's the gangs, the guns in the neighborhood. Like it's 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 the same format. They use the same format over and over, even down to the cops. If you think about how a cop try to try to get you to snitch on your friend, it's the same format. Like it's the same. They give you the shit, give you the supplies, and then turn around and say, "Oh, it's your fault, nigga. You gave it to me." Now, and then here's another thing that blows my mind: that they call the military, all oh, their heroes, that this, that, and the third. But we don't know what these soldiers, these soldiers are over there doing. At the end of the day, a murder is a murder. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. If we bomb something over there, it's justified. Someone comes over here and bombs something over here, now it's a terrorist attack. And no one sees that the only reason of war that the United States wants is because they want centralized bank and oil. That's it. People think that Kennedy was killed because he was siding with Martin Luther King. That was not the case. 
if you look deeper into it, Kennedy was actually in the works to separate the United States from the Federal Reserve, and he was mm -hmm. ready to create the United States' own money that was going to be backed by the United States gold on its own. He was getting yep. ready to get rid of the deal, but people fail to realize how big the Rothschilds and Rockefellers and, 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 and those family was, because there was no such thing as the Great Depression. All the, all the wealthy people came together and just pulled their money out the bank. If we do that today, if every person that has a Bank of America account goes to the Bank of America and literally pull their money out, Bank of America would be closing in the next couple of hours because they don't. Yeah, because they have nothing to the bank. They, they money don't out. have anything to make any money off of. And yeah. see, the bank. And what's so crazy is if if I come to you and say, "Hey, um, hey, hey, hey let me get thirty thousand, but I'm gonna bring you back forty. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then I go yeah. to the other person over here and I do the same thing and get their money and pay you back the 40 and then I go to some, you know the pyramid scheme thing that, that right it's a pyramid scheme but is that not what the banks do right if <laughs> does the banks not take your money to give these people the loan like first of all you put your money into a bank and then you got to ask them for a loan right first they, of all if you, if you, money. you got to ask them like if you try to get if I don't know if, if, if you ever try to get anything over four digits out you have to tell them exactly what you're buying which is so fucked up. Like it's it's illegal to walk around with with like when when rappers be saying they they got this net. It's actually illegal to walk around with a certain amount of money on you. Yeah. Like you have to be going to buy something that day. Yeah. Just like prime example, if you put ten thousand dollars into a stock right now, the IRS will be at your door knocking in the next couple of minutes. Yeah. Asking why <laughs> did you have ten thousand to invest? Who are you? Yeah. And that's the thing I don't understand. And then when I look at prime example, people going to the military and act like they're doing so much, but it's like you're putting yourself through all of these things that can happen to you. Prime example, you go into the military, you have a very high, a very high rate of being of being killed in the service. You have mm -hmm. a very high rate of coming out with hypertension, high blood pressure, uh, PTSD, mm -hmm. um, schizophrenia. You have all these things that's possible that the military know. But then when those soldiers come out. Because I know firsthand, because my dad was in the military, you have to sit here and do all this fighting just to get yep. benefit back from them for giving what you gave to the country. They they killed my granddad. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. But see, then when you look at it, and then think about this, do you know the average salary of a person in the military is like thirty six, thirty seven thousand? Yeah. Like. I make more than Nigga, I, I basketball make, players making more than everybody. I, I, I make more than a soldier on double what a soldier makes on a regular, and I don't fight for no one. I don't fight for no one. I don't have no one yelling in my face, calling me a maggot, da da da, and let the military tell you, "Oh, we have to break you down to rebuild you for what?" Psychological warfare. You see what I'm saying? I should be. You should want me because I'm here to fight for my country. But no, you say you have to break me down to build me up to be this great soldier. No, you're breaking me down mentally to make me a robot. Right. And I'm glad I'm glad you I'm glad you ended it on that because that's to be honest, I think that's where we are all headed. Yep. Like I, I, I really think they on some cyborg shit because what between the between the damn the, the, the vaccine with the RFID chips in there, even though they said it's optional. You know, they're going to say it's optional first. Yep. And they're going to start forcing folks to do the shit. Mm -hmm. And they don't force you by, like, I keep telling folks, it's not going to be forced, like, 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 
brute force. No, they're gonna do like what they did with the cell phones. They yeah. took all the pay phones away, so you had to get a cell phone. Get a cell phone. You know, now digital you- TV. Um, you can't plug your TV into the wall no more. So, so they took all the antennas away. So now you had to buy a fucking converter or either get a new TV. So that's how they make they force stuff to happen. The thing that I, I don't understand, or like when I hate people say. Like, prime example, you know how you might get somebody's phone and you be like, oh, man, let me use your phone. Oh, I got my location off. I don't want nobody tracking me. Bro, you sound stupid. Because right. even if your location off, haven't you seen every every little detective where they say, oh, we can see, see what a cell phone pinged off of to know that location? So even if your yeah, they still, off, get you. they still know where you're, they still know where you at. Like, all these YouTube idiots be like, oh, yeah, you know, they keep like, okay, bro. You wouldn't be able to have all these numbers of, of fans and all this stuff if they didn't, they don't care what you get out you know what I'm saying? Like now, if 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 you somebody that powerful, they they got ways of getting rid of you. Yeah, and see, I don't think no one pays attention. But have you ever paid attention? How prime example, me and you can be chopping it up, and we can be talking about some things, and then mm-hmm. an hour later we go on to Facebook, and what's being sponsored on Facebook? Right. Was exactly what me and you were talking about. Exactly right. what we was talking about. <laughs> oh, that shit never fails, bro. So oh, it's like you don't pay attention. That's why I tell you, yes, I have Facebook. But at the same time, people have to realize when you sign up for these apps and they asking for permission, that permission they're asking for, you don't ask for permission if you're not intended to do something. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, prime example, if I say I'm going to give you a cell phone, I'm not going to ask for permission about nothing with your cell phone. I'm, I'm giving it to you. But I'm asking for permission to want to, to it says, do you want to allow Facebook to, to access camera, microphone, got out of this there in the third. So it's constantly sitting there going off of your data every day. Every day yep. going off of your data. Every day that's what it's doing. And then people yep. download TikTok when they know TikTok is a China-based <laughs> company that they know is used for surveillance. They know that this app is used for surveillance. But what do the black community do? They get up there and want to do the tussie slide. TikTok. And, 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 oh, yeah. All day long. And, and the running man. And not understanding that you're literally allowing the opposition to study you to see mm-hmm. how they can keep you distracted from what's really going on. And they said it mm-hmm. from the beginning. If you want to keep the people distracted, put it in the book. That's it. Because they are believed, but I took psychology and therapy when I was in college. They tell oh, same here. the same eyes here. are more acceptable than the ears. Your yep. brain believes more what the eye sees than what you hear. So yep. that's the purpose of the media companies putting the spin, like Michael Mick said. Remember, he said, I always said that don't don't fall for the, the media company because they will start having you hate the oppressor. I mean, hating the people being oppressed and love the people that's doing the oppressing. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what's going on. That's true. Like, man. When you look at the riot and what's going on, when the when the camp when 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 the, the reporter talks to a person that's not angry, not upset, talking comment, that interview is very short. Yep. Very short. But as soon as they find that black person that's angry saying all this stuff, they give that person as long as they want to talk. That's it. And they're not understanding how they're spinning it. And now, like I said, the art of war, now you're trying to make us look like the bad guy. Prime example, what did Trump say? He called every person that was doing it thugs. Yep. And literally sat there and said he quoted a racist police officer from the South it was a known racist police officer from the South that literally told police officers to shoot black people that protested in those days of segregation. And his exact words was, when they loot, we shoot. What did Trump repeat? <laughs> when they loot, we shoot. <laughs> then people want to say, oh, Mayor Lance keeps bottom, whatever, whatever. 
But why in the hell did she, or if you know we're protesting or whatever, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with you bringing a National Guard to own protections of businesses or whatever, but why did you issue the curfew in Atlanta, in the city of Atlanta where the whole of it was going to right. Bruh, did you see? I right, uh, uh, we're gonna get ready to wrap it up in a little bit. Um, the, I want to say this though. The thing that got me though, how are you that emotional for 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 material for buildings? But you didn't you didn't cry. You didn't shed not one tear about Ahmaud Aubrey. You didn't shed one tear about the George Floyd. You didn't shed one tear about like it's this stuff has been going on for for a long time. It ain't just one person. Anytime them white folk get up there and say, "Oh, all of this is for George," I'd be like, "Wow." Yeah. Like I still remember Corey Ward. My yeah. nigga, like yeah. you know I what I'm saying? Like the whole report. No, the, I remember the whole report from the Corey Ward thing because. Bro was like a big brother when I was growing up, and he was from Midway, the same hood I grew up right. in, the same hood. And Corey Ward was never a troublemaker, bro. Bro was one of them dudes that you see in the movie who was cool with everybody. If you were lame, yeah. bro was still cool with you. You were cool, he was cool with you. He was just a cool person. And then when you look at the report, bro, it was no, it was, it was no uh, uh, broken glass, no broken glass inside the vehicle. All the broken glass was outside the vehicle. I mean, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, my bad, my, my bad. Let me repeat. Yeah, yeah, it was inside, and none was on the outside. So that tells you where the fire went. So if he shot at you, it should be glass on the outside of the vehicle. There was no glass right. on the outside of the vehicle. And then look how long it took for the family to finally get a settlement. Right. And that's what people don't understand is that literally nothing has been set up for us. And then, then look, look at look at what you said though. You see what ends up happening for us. They only just pay us off. They don't, the, the, the killers still end up going free, all kinds of shit. That's why, that's why I tell for I say, bro, the way I, the way I solve my problems is a little different. I'm an eye for eye type motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I believe in that. You know what I'm saying? Because next said it, if someone hurt you, send them to the hospital. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't trust in the system because I don't want to hear all that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck all that. Bro. Like, come on. I seen, <laughs> I literally seen the legal system, bro. I seen how the legal system is not set up for it, bro. I literally, bro. I have literally seen. I've been. I, I'm not proud about my past when I was young, wilding out and didn't have the right head on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't never do nothing stupid like rob people or or, 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 or kill people. I ain't never did. Nothing. I just did senseless stuff. You know what I'm saying? Selling weed mm-hmm. like that. But I'm. I'm literally. I've been locked up 14 times. I literally seen people come into the court that had worse charges than me and get a bond right then and there. And they wasn't even of our race. But here I am with a half a weed, and now I have to wait to see the judge for a bond. Right. For a half a right. weed, but this dude just got locked up for cocaine, but y'all finna let him go. He got a bond already. Right. And and, and then don't have no remorse about it. None whatsoever. And I'm, and the same thing happens with the healthcare. Do you know how many black women get misdiagnosed or mistreated during pregnancy because of the color yeah. of their skin? That's why I tell a lot of I tell a lot of females that, that when they pregnant have your baby at home, child. Uh, like cause these hospitals, they, they get you get you a midwife. That's they, 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 <laughs> nobody paid attention to what Tupac said. Tupac literally sat here and said, "Look at the numbers of the black people in the world. If it's think about it, if it's thirty, let's say I don't I, I don't even have accurate numbers, but let's say it's thirty million black people in the United States, right? If if think about it, if every black person put a dollar into an account for one year of one day that'd be 30 million dollars if we do that for 365 days 
Can you Ooh. imagine the amount of money we can have as a whole community? We can literally right. go back to Detroit if we we can go to Detroit and literally make Detroit a black-owned state ran by everything of black. Right. But what is it? We don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to hurt the hands that be that gives us these checks. Like prime example, Jay Z. Oh, the NFL is against black. Look what they did to Kaepernick, and he weaseled his way in <laughs> to a lifetime deal with the NFL. And then yep. in front of the people, when the black person asked him, "What about Kaepernick?" He literally said, "Fuck Kaepernick." That's what yep. he literally said. We're past the kneeling part. What do you mean? No, we're not. We're still in it because what happened? Didn't y'all make? Didn't, didn't the Olympics just make a rule that said if anyone kneels or protests, that they would automatically be vacated of their win? Yeah, they literally just said that in the new Olympics coming up. If you protest, if you kneel or hold a fist up or anything to protest, you vacate those wins. Think about that it. Wild. That shit is wild, man. That's what I say, man. And and, and, and we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Um, I I I noticed you said uh, the art of war was one of the good reads. Do you have any more good reads uh, that you can that you can recommend? Um. I say, well, I would say the 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 art of war. Um, mm-hmm. Let me think. What other book that I think would be good? Um, my favorite book is, which I read a lot. Um, I haven't read in a couple of years, but it's a biography of uh, Malcolm X. Um, okay. Within that, a lot of people have to understand his views and what he was saying. Malcolm X was a very truthful person, a very honest person. Um, when Michael Me- when Michael X left the Nation of Islam and then decided to, to to help out the civil rights movement or whatever, he wanted to change the name from civil rights to human rights because he knew human rights would be more global because right. civil only kept it in the United States. And Malcolm X wanted a global change, right? Because like he told people, the what you think we're doing over here, they're enduring over there in Angola way worse at that point in time than what we was going through. Yep. So it's 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 all of these things that's going on, but you have like I say, Malcolm X is a, a good person just to 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 see the views of of what he wanted black people to have and what he wanted black people to get on their own because you can't go to your oppressor and ask for something they're not gonna give you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Just like prime mm-hmm. example, if you ask your not saying that you know our parents are oppressing anything, but when you was young, you say, Hey mom, can you buy me this new gang? She said no. You couldn't keep asking for that once you got the first no. Right. It, nothing was gonna change. You could slam your door, have an attitude, and what happened? You got <laughs> gonna be a no. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. So how can you go to the people that had already said no and made laws to strip to, to literally say no? How can you keep going to these people and asking them for something? Right, you have to start right. making your own. All right, man. I I definitely appreciate you, man, for coming through, man. Um, we we do this uh, every Sunday and Wednesday. I do my woke talk Wednesday, but okay. I, I wanted to change it up uh, this Sunday. So you're always welcome back, man. Um, definitely appreciate it, man. I I, I think the audience is gonna enjoy this right here. All right, no problem, man. Y'all enjoy being on here, man. Anything you want me on here, man? I'm there. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. All right, take care, man. Today's episode is brought to you by Cold Hearted Radio, LaSant Amour, Shaq Daddy Fashion, Almost Rare, and Avenue Music Group. If you like episodes like this, be sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell so you can get more and more and more episodes like this. And if you want uh, 
my friend Mr. Fitzgerald, told him to come back. Y'all make sure y'all let us know. Um, y'all hit that message uh, and make sure y'all send us a message. Let us know how y'all feel about this episode. If it's things y'all want to talk about, um, if it's topics y'all want us to discuss, even if you just want to just say, hey, man, I think y'all doing a great job. Um, anything. We got our doors wide open. Y'all already know how to get in contact with us. So remember one thing. Peace, love, and harmony. Heals all. Oh, yeah. And don't forget, um, Year of the New is going to be dropping pretty soon. Year of the New Chapter 1. Make sure y'all uh, go uh, 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 get that Quarantine Bay by Avenue. Deuces.